Hello and welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ study session with Come Follow Me. I'm your host Matthew Roberts and this is season two, episode 355 of this daily study podcast. Thank you once more for rejoining us as we continue with our study um, of the final chapter of the Book of Mormon, Moroni chapter 10, um, in December the 14th to December the 20th. And today does bring us to the end of this uh, this chapter. This is it. Uh, and so um, we've really covered everything I wanted to cover in the actual chapter itself. Now, I did send out a plea uh, to you uh, on the Facebook group uh, and on the podcast uh, to share some of your experiences, your own experiences in praying and receiving an answer uh, for the, the truth and the witness of the Book of Mormon. Um, now, I will say that, I, unfortunately, I've not really, I don't think I've had any. I'm just going to have a quick look in my uh, emails, um, which I actually did forget to check. But I've looked on the Facebook group um, and I couldn't find any. Um, so you're just going to have to uh, be okay with me and uh, my, uh, my uh, experience, which I'm sure is fine. But uh, it is something which I was hoping to be able to uh, to be able to share some other people's thoughts on. So, you know, if you are still listening, uh, you know, I am more than willing uh, to share yours perhaps at the end of next week or at the end of the year, you know, at the very end of the year. So please do uh, do that. Please share it on Facebook. Please share it on the email, session at gmail.com. Uh, and it'd be great to hear some other thoughts. Perhaps uh, tomorrow, if I just remind everyone on the Monday group, on the Facebook posts, that'd be great. Anyway, uh, let's dive in. So it's quite useful this actually for me to reflect on this today. I'm recording this on Saturday morning because I always kind of record the episode a day before just to keep ahead of myself. Uh, and I have been, well, I was I volunteered myself uh, to share my experience of praying about the Book of Mormon uh, tomorrow uh, at Sunday school. So this is a good practice for me. So um, it really begins, the kind of prompting or the desire began when I was about, I'd just turned 15 years old. Um, and I was reading an, an article uh, in the New Era. Yes, I did read that occasionally. Uh, and it was all about patriarchal blessings. So I read this article and basically, you know, it shared the blessings of patriarchal blessings. And, and for want of a better word. And what was interesting is that I wanted to have my patriarchal blessing, but I don't think I had the right um, motivation, perhaps. Basically, um, you know, up to this point in the church, I had done things because that's what you do at that age. You know, I got baptised when I was eight and I had a wonderful spiritual experience with that. And I, I, I don't deny that I felt the spirit on that day. You know, it was a wonderful experience. Um I received the the Aaronic Priesthood at 12 years old, you know, as a deacon. I was ordained uh, as a teacher at the age of 14. And up to that point, I had basically gone through these milestones, particularly the the priesthood ordination ones, I would say, because that's what you do at that age. And of course, that is probably the case with many uh, youth out there, young men and young women. You know, you go through certain stages of life and you do certain things at certain ages because that's what you do. Um, and so reading about patriarchal blessings, um, you know, I read in that article some personal experiences from people and they were, you know, 15, 16 years old. Generally, it was kind of mid-youth. Um, 
And so I thought, oh, well, I guess it's that time. And I read, of course, that you have to speak to your parents about it and then talk to your bishop and, you know, start that process. So I thought, right, well, I'll just talk to my dad. You know, he drives me to seminary every morning. So it's the perfect opportunity there. Um, So early one one morning, about 6.15 or so, I just pluck up the courage and say, Dad, um, you know, I've been reading about patriarchal blessings. And he's like, oh, right, yes. And I say, so, you know, I think I'd quite, I'd quite like to get mine. And he said, now, um, he said, I don't think you're quite ready. In those, not particularly those words, I will add. But basically the message he said to me was, I don't think now is the right time. I think, you know, we'll, we'll wait a bit longer for that. I don't think you're quite, you're quite ready for that. I was stunned. <laughs> I was absolutely stunned. Up to this point in my church life, I had always kind of gotten... The, the, gone to the next step without much issue you know yeah absolutely fine you want the priesthood let's talk about it. yep absolutely fine yep you want the time to be ordained yep that's absolutely fine take that box but the the patriarchal blessing and that discussion with my dad really surprised me um but you know it's um <laughs> it, it well it, it just surprised me basically to say now what this led to was was not a faith crisis. It was nowhere near a faith crisis. Like it was, it would be a, a what's the word? It would be an offence to to people having an actual genuine faith crisis. If I said I had a faith crisis, you know, I didn't say, oh, I don't, I don't think I believe anymore. Oh, I don't think blah blah. But you know, I still went to church, still went to, and still did all these things. But there was, it did lead to a period of me thinking about why, you know, what what what, what do I not have? Um, and then that led me to think about, well, you know, do I really believe? Do I really have sincere faith in Christ? Do I really believe that he atoned for my sins? I mean, obviously, I wasn't thinking about those kind of things. I was literally just thinking about, do I believe in Jesus Christ? Is this the right church? Like, is there something missing in my faith that means that I'm not ready for that? What What, what is missing? Skip forward a couple of months and I read um, about a promise or I hear about a promise from President Gordon B. Hinckley. Now, for those of you that may remember, it was in the summer of 2005 and it was the year that Gordon B. Hinckley, President Gordon B. Hinckley, the prophet at the time, promised the church that if they read the Book of Mormon and prayed about it, they would receive a more vibrant testimony. Now, if you go to the enzyme from August 2005, you find a first presidency message from President Gordon B. Hinckley called A Testimony Vibrant and True. And at the end, he says this, quote, We studied the Book of Mormon in Sunday school this past year. Nonetheless, I offer a challenge to members of the church throughout the world and to our friends everywhere to read or reread the Book of Mormon. If you will read a bit more than one and a half chapters a day, you will be able to finish the book before the end of this year. Very near the end of its 239 chapters, you'll find a challenge issued by the prophet Moroni as he completed his record nearly 16 centuries ago. President Hinckley then read the promise. Um, well, actually, it wasn't the promise he read. It was the uh, the final words about meeting at the bar of God and you'll how we all know what, what was written was true in verses 27 and 29. And then he says, quote, without reservation, I promise you that if each of you will observe this simple program, regardless of how many times previously you may have read the Book of Mormon, there will come into your lives and into your homes an added measure of the Spirit of the Lord, a strengthened resolution to walk in obedience to his commandments and a stronger testimony of the living reality of the Son of God, close quote. Now, 
I look back now and that doesn't seem like a world stopping prophecy. But to me at the time, it hit me. It really did hit me. Um, Here was a prophet of God speaking through pages to me at a moment of time in my life where I started to wonder about the truthfulness of these things and start to think about, you know, how committed I was to these things. And he then said, if you do this promise, if you read this book before the end of the year, I promise you there will come a powerful witness. Um, And I thought, well, what better time to do it than now? And so I began. I read the Book of Mormon from cover to cover for the very first time in my life at the age of 15 in the last end of the year 2005. And um, I remember reading the final words in Moroni chapter 10, which is why Moroni chapter 10 has such a place, such a special place in my heart, really. Around about Christmas Eve, I can't remember if it was exactly on Christmas Eve or a day before or a couple, or, or maybe Boxing Day, oh, I'm sorry, Boxing Day, the day after Christmas Day. Um, I know some of the US, um, of you listening in the US won't know what Boxing Day is. It's basically another bank holiday for us in the, in the UK. But basically, it's around the time of Christmas. It wasn't Christmas Day, but I do know it was a day or two before or after. And I knelt down, and, and so I finished the book, and then I just thought to myself, well, because I hadn't, you know, I, I'd left, I'd specifically said to myself, I would leave praying about it until I'd read every single word. So it got to the end of Moroni chapter 10, verse 34, and then got on my knees and started to pray. And I remember, interestingly, it was a bit of a chilly night, so I was actually knelt on my bed, um, kneeling up, but had my covers around me. And and to this day, I remember the what the answer. Now, before I say this, I do want to add that, of course, this answer does not come the same way to everyone. If you've not had the experience that I've been fortunate to have, it may well be for another reason or different reasons. But I received a powerful witness from the power of the Holy Ghost to my heart that this book is true. It is the word of God. I cannot de- deny the truthfulness of this record it is of God. It is from him. It has been brought to us through his power and his gift. And I actually laughed. Like there was just so much joy in my heart. I actually exclaimed a little laughter in my heart. And I just said, knew in my heart it was true. I said in my mind, or I spoke out loud, actually, it's true. Um, I couldn't believe it. And yet I did completely. Um, and that was it. That was the moment. It, you know, it's like I say, not everyone will have that kind of moment. I, my wife, for example, has shared with me that, you know, it for her has been more of a, a building up of witnesses over time that she has come like, like Elder Bednar teaches so beautifully. Uh, it's come more like a sunset, a sunrise over the horizon that just slowly and slowly illuminates and illuminates over time. Whereas for me, it was just kind of a flash, a, a spotlight, a floodlight moment. Like it just hits. Uh, and I'd felt the spirit before that, but that was the first time I felt it really strongly. And it was just undeniable to me. Um, so yeah, that, that's it. It was then a couple of months later that I remembered my conversation about patriarchal blessings because another article came up uh, that I read about. And so I went again to my dad and said, Dad, I, I feel like it's time. I didn't say anything particularly different. I didn't say anything, you know, I, I didn't even say I've read the Book of Mormon. I prayed about it. And now I know it's true. I just said, I just, I want to ask you again. I feel like it's time. And he just looked at me and he said, yeah, you're ready. Um, and I want to be able to have that. First of all, I want to be able to have that communion with the Spirit to be able to know. 
because perhaps if he hadn't done that, it wouldn't have prompted me to go and find out things for myself. Perhaps up until my mission and beyond, I would have just done things because they were the things that we just did at that age and that you had to do. And that could have been catastrophic for me. Um, so thank you for listening today. I mean, it turns out that sharing my experience has gone well over the time limit. So please do share your experience. Uh, hopefully, if you're listening to this, you'll be inspired to share yours. Again, it, it may not be like a significant moment that you received a witness as I was, as I have. But I would just love to hear um, any other people's individual witnesses uh, or experiences with finding out the Book of Mormon is true. And I, and I will share those in a future podcast episode this year. We'll have... I'm sure an opportunity next week during the Christmas week to um, focus and and do that. So please do do that. uh, If you can spare just five minutes to either comment it on Facebook uh, with the post I'll share today, or you can email ldsstudysession at gmail.com or you can private message me any way you want to do it. Please let me know these experiences. I'm sure they will be special to hear. Thank you for your time. And until we meet again.